T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. I almost got pooped on by a bird today, but I didn't. All right. Hey, here we are. I think it's number 22 <laughs> of these things. It's the podcast. It is. It's the Simon Says Podcast with us, the Get Up Show. 22 always reminds me of my friend James when we were growing up. He claimed that he was once shot from nearly a mile away with a 22, and that by the time the bullet reached him, it did not pierce his skin because it was so far away, but that it (laughs) hit him. And he picked up the bullet and kept it as a good luck charm. Someone who is a mile away can't aim at you to shoot you. Even accidentally, he, I don't feel like you can get a twenty-two bullet that far. James had a lot of stories, and he <laughs> went on to be a professional wrestler. And I'm not going to say his name because people will know who that is. Oh, but he darn was the it! Come on, guy. The Rock? A, no, he was a gentle giant. He was the sweetest guy, but he had the stories, man. He came up with some stuff. That it's getting John shot Cena, a, isn't it? Uh, no, but. <laughs> That getting shot with a twenty-two was just one of them. So welcome to the podcast. If you haven't yet, please subscribe. And as we suggested last week, this is the Forbidden Hanging by a Thread podcast. So we encourage you to download it several hundred times. And Charlie has something she wanted to get to right off the top. Well, so my friends and I used to have this joke about, remember when they used to, like, they'd have the booty shorts that girls would wear, and it would say juicy or fabulous across their behind? Do Oh, my God, I've never seen those. (laughs) (laughs) Well, our joke was, if you ever see me wearing those, I've been kidnapped, please send help, because Mm -hmm. something we would never do. Also, um, if you see me using bad grammar, call the police. Oh, that's like... That's how I know that you need help. If you're like, oh, this is great, Maddie. I could care less. Exactly. So there's Got a it. thing going around on social media right now that says you've been kidnapped. Your kidnappers allow you to keep posting on social media to pretend that everything is all right. But what would you post that would alarm your followers without the kidnappers know you're asking for help? Huh. Hey, guys. Anyone else love Nickelback like I do? (laughs) Scott Stapp is my favorite person in the world. (laughs) Mine would be, um, wow, I love this day. All I've done is clean exercise and listen to the Grateful Dead. (laughs) 
I'd probably post a bunch of sea monster videos and <laughs> talk about how the Three Stooges and Elvis suck. Yeah, that's oh. a good one. We'd be like, dude, are you okay? Man, you know what team I love? The New York Yankees. They are a real classy team. But if your kidnappers were smart, they would just get your password and they would post as you, you know, inoculate. You know, they would, they would just post simple little mm. things like, happy Wednesday. Yeah, but see, right there. Yeah, right there you would know it wasn't me. <laughs> Haven't you seen movies? Kidnappers are rarely smart. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think of some good... What else would I... I guess that... I mean, but you're also assuming a lot that somebody would want to kidnap me and would have any use for me once they did it. I think that kidnapping would be the fastest one in the history of all kidnappings. <laughs> no one's answering. No one's coming to get you. <laughs> all he does is sit back there and groan. What do we do? <laughs> Complain about the temperature. Yeah. So it's never cold enough in this place. <laughs> We've literally got him in a meat locker. <laughs> He's still not cold enough. What is it with chicken salad? Am I right? <laughs> There's the outside chance they might be interested in the history of the Three Stooges and I could keep them occupied for a while right there. They might want to hear some stories about Ted Healy and Shemp. <laughs> or might not. <laughs> oh, my God. Enough about the Stooges. <laughs> this is the worst kidnapping ever. <laughs> Well, you know, maybe they could hand me off to somebody who's not as discerning a kidnapper. You know, maybe there's a network. Maybe they can hand you off to someone who's oh. blind and deaf and <laughs> plays a mean pinball. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Then he's then he'll be talking about the Who. Oh yeah, good point. <laughs> so you guys have picked on me about my driving before, but I want to ask you seriously because I'm starting to think that it's me and it's not them when I'm out in the world. <laughs> that we might be right. <clears throat> yeah, because I've had a couple of situations right here recently where, and I mean right in a row, like in the last few days where people have been aggressive towards me when I feel like I'm just moving through life just trying to get from point A to point B. And I'll give you an example. I drove Goose and one of her friends down to the other side of Raleigh to meet her grandparents so they could be taken to the beach. God, what a life that kid has, by the way. Right? That yeah, sounds great. Sounds terrible. She got back from Hilton Head, where she had been waited on hand and foot for a week with another friend. That was their mm. trip. She got taken along on their trip. She got back for a day, gave me my Father's Day socks. Then I took her to go to Emerald Isle with her grandparents for a week, and she got to take a friend with her for that. Dang, so, I, need to, I need to be friends with your daughter. <laughs> right? So anyway, we're on, the, we're on the highway. We're on 40, and there's these people driving in the middle lane going about 55, and the rest of traffic is going 75 or 80. And, of course, I end up behind the people going 55, and I'm doing anything to get around them. So I get in the, the far right lane to get around them, and there's a lady driving a blue, like, Tahoe or something like that from the 90s. And she's going slow, too. And I'm like, OMG, what's going on? And then she hits her brakes just to show me who's boss. Of course uh, she did. She broke. On the highway. Yeah, good brake check. There you go. And I'm like, what in the world are you doing? I gave her the hands in the air, what are you doing move. 
And then as soon as I can, I go back to the left to go around her. When I go to pass her, of course, she speeds up to 300 miles an hour so that I can't pass her. And I'm thinking, okay, all right, you go ahead and do your thing. So then she gets off at the next exit. And as she's exiting and I go around her, she's no look flipping me off. And my daughter and her friend are looking and they go, oh, my God, she is totally flipping you off the whole way up the exit. <laughs> and, and I'm thinking, wait a minute. Did I deserve that? Was that me? Now. So, yeah, go ahead. Were you tailgating? Only long enough to get from all of this. Only long enough to get around her. Mm. Not not really tailgating her either, because she gave me the brake check. You know, I couldn't have been tailgating her for too long. And I think she was looking for trouble anyway if she hit the brakes as soon as I got behind her. I mean, that's what I do. I go out and look for trouble on the roadways. Clearly. Yeah, yeah it's, it sounds like while you didn't think that you were all that close, if if someone brake checks you, I feel like they don't do do that impulsively right away. I've had people get up on me for a while and not had to okay. tap it a All little right. bit. You're giving this lady a lot of credit. A, she's going 55, and then suddenly she's going 100. Two, she's flipping me off without looking. Uh, C, <laughs> she is breaking on the highway dangerously in front of me, but I'm in the wrong? I'm saying that she reacted aggressively to your aggressive nature. I don't think I was being aggressive at all. I think I was well, looking out for safety of everyone involved. Okay, but first of all, why did you go to the right to get around that middle one, and why didn't you just wait and go in the left? Was there already a line of cars? Oh, yeah, there were idiots all in the fast lane <laughs> taking their sweet time. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. You know? So it was it was my only safe move to protect everyone on the road. Mm-hmm. What was she driving? <laughs> like an old blue Tahoe, great big old blue Tahoe, and she oh. got off... On the other side of Greensboro, before uh, before Burlington. Hmm. Well, so there's there's yeah. one instance. Okay. The other one was the other morning, um, um, early morning. I'm on my way into work, and there's a couple of just a few people on the road, and if I can do it, I try to get my spot at the light so that I can, you know, go ahead and accelerate rather than be behind somebody. Everyone wants to do that if you can, right? Sure. Okay. Um, right? Wait, yes? I'm confused. What do you mean? I mean, if I have a choice between starting off at a light behind another vehicle or starting beside that vehicle, I'm going to start off beside the vehicle at the light okay. so I can I can go ahead and accelerate rather than wait for them at their pace because I know okay. how fast I'm going to go. So <laughs> yeah. I get up next to the guy. And I start to accelerate, and he floors it and is going like 75 miles an hour down Friendly Avenue. And I'm like, what is this guy doing? And so then he slows back down, and I go to pass him, and he's doing all these hand gestures at me. And I'm like, is he is he losing his mind? What is he doing? But he's doing them at me aggressively. And again, is it me? Did I do something? I'd have to be in the car with you, which I do know for a fact is terrifying. So it's just hard to tell from your description what you really did. See, you love to say that, but I think that that's, <laughs> that's fun for you to say, and that's a generalization. No, I've, re I've only ridden with you, what, three times? And each time I feared for my life, and I'm not no. joking. I no. feel like 
Maybe, okay, so hear me out. Sometimes you've got a resting I want to murder you face. <laughs> so maybe it's a combination that this, this luxury auto flies up on you and is like right on you all of a sudden and you look back in your mirror and there's this gigantic angry head. <laughs> no, but, but I, I, you know, sometimes I found like the things that set me off are like if somebody, if, if, if I'm sitting, like Sam sitting at a light, you know, and someone flies up on me or they're right on me driving. Like I will find, even if I'm getting over, I'll get over at my own leisure because mm-hmm. they're so far up on me. Mm-hmm. And so maybe whether you didn't think you were being like actively aggressive, it may have just been how they took it. And also there are some people, like if someone did that to you, how would you react? If someone did what to me? Okay. Drove safely and looked out for everyone on the road? No. Drove, that wasn't you. Flew up on you and was inches away from your bumper. Uh, it happens all the time. And I, th- and I say, God bless you. <laughs> basically. You, you wave politely, say, bless your heart? Yeah, basically. Uh-huh. No, I don't break on the highway, man. I do not do brake checks anymore. That's way too dangerous. No, no, That's no. I don't do that. I, like I said, I, I'll I will get over. I'll flip on my indicator. That's the worst. I hate when I have my indicator. Like I'm getting over. You see someone coming up on you, and then like right. Say I've been, I'm in the left lane and I'm getting over. I can see them coming on me fast. So I'm gonna go to the right, get in the middle. And then they they cut you off. They while cut you're around, and I'm like my indicator. Yeah. I'm getting out of your way. What's the point? Yeah, well, that gets me too. Maddie, you've ridden with me probably more times than Charlie has. Don't you think that she's exaggerating? No, I mean, I think that there is inherent danger riding with you, but I feel like it's not, <laughs> I wouldn't say that I might, I have, I have felt more terrified of other situations. Now that said, your intensity sometimes can, can, can be a lot for some people and I, <laughs> maybe I mean, that's I've it. I've been more scared, but I'm scared. <laughs> intensity. Yeah. You've got a real, like you would be a great race car driver. Because I feel like you're, you're very determined when focused. you're driving. Yeah, yeah. You guys are familiar with the movie Bullet? Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, although uh, I know this will shock you, I have never seen it. Whoa. Well, have you seen the scene, the the Steve McQueen chase scene where he's driving the the muscle car and the dude with the glasses is is in the chase with him, and it's just incredible driving. Like no top. Isn't it in San Francisco or something like that? Like, I've heard about it. I I know it's like a legendary thing. I just never... Uh, Oh, it's amazing. You've never seen that? No. Mm -hmm. It's one of those ones... There's there's a bunch of those like that that I just have never seen. See, that's kind of what I think about sometimes. Like, if I'm alone on the road and there's no cars around and I know that I'm not putting anybody else in danger... That's kind of what I think about a Steve McQueen. Like that morning I told you that there was nobody on the road and I got I fishtailed on the railroad track down there getting off of Market Street. Yeah. That's what I was thinking about. See, I go to Gone in 60 Seconds. That becomes my one of my go-tos. Ooh, Y'all, okay. you are on city streets. None of this should be happening. Look, I'm not stealing it. I'm just driving it like it's stolen. <laughs> <laughs> I love, look, one of my favorite things, like I 
Absolutely. Even as ridiculous as they've, as they've gotten. I love the Fast and Furious movies. I love the, one of my favorite car scenes was the movie Ronin with uh, De Niro. It has an amazing yeah. car scene through the streets of Paris. Like, I I love dry, like driving movies and driving, like, real aggressive driving. I don't drive anything that allows me to do that. You know, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I've never, and that's probably why. Like, I rented, I think I told you guys a story. Like, when one of the Fast and Furiouses came out, I rented a Dodge Challenger to go pick mm-hmm. up my, she was my girlfriend at the time, her and her son, so we could drive in a Fast and Furious car to the movie. And, I remember that. Yeah, and I should never own a car like that because I would be getting so many tickets. It was mm. hilarious. But I love well, there's, it. There's a certain amount of luck involved in getting tickets or not getting tickets, you know? That you're either going to get them or not, no matter what you drive. I know people who drive, like, escorts and get tickets. Yeah. You know? I mean, I've I've gotten tickets in cars that are not speedy sports cars. Which is, which is true, but I also feel like, let me just clarify, that I'm not driving recklessly, I feel. I feel like I'm being aware. There's other people that, you know... That, you see them driving and you're like, oh, this can't be good. You know, when, when you're on the highway and someone flies by you, you're yeah. already doing 70 and they pass you like you're standing still. It's like, well, that's going to be fun. Right. But, well, yeah, and I don't think that I'm reckless at all. I think that I'm an incredibly good driver because I've missed and avoided some wrecks that probably would have been really, really severe. But, you know able to maneuver out of them over the years you know and i i really want to go do one of those driving schools like i would love to have the money to go do like the one of the richard petty driving experiences or do like the, they have like a bmw uh mm-hmm. class that they do where it's like aggressive driving where they teach you how to power slide and skid and you know do burnouts and that kind of stuff like i would love to do that mm, i don't think you need that Oh, I do, though. Because <laughs> then you'll be one afternoon, you're like, hey, there's nobody on Friendly Avenue. Let me try this out. Yep, but again, I don't drive something where I could do that. Now, if I owned a muscle car, then that would be bad. Yeah. But my my Explorer isn't going to be getting me into trouble. And trust me, I've tried to fast and furious drive my Jetta back in the day, and it doesn't. Well, didn't, it's not the yeah, same. Yeah, didn't they have Tokyo Drift and they use Hondas or something? You can do it. You can make it happen. Yeah, and there was that other one where they were driving submarines. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can you fast know, and furious anything if you try hard enough. <laughs> I told you guys that my kid was in the car, and when that lady flipped me off, she used those words. She said, hey, she's flipping you off all the way up the exit ramp. And that was the first time I ever heard her use the phrase, flip you off. And it was kind of an innocent, shattering moment for me. And it made me wonder, how many more things is she aware of that I have no idea? Like, how innocent is she not at oh, 12 bruh. years old? Oh, you know? sure. She has a phone and the internet. Just, what was it? Wasn't it fart was a bad word? Yeah, and stupid was a bad word. Yeah, not not anymore. I think she may let on that it's still like she knows. Like my kid knows, she yeah, knows they all hear of stuff. it. No, and, she knows all of it, but she doesn't use they, it in front of me. Right, and they also have parents and and friends and parents, friends, parents, and things like that that they hear it from. It's not you know they're not completely living in a bubble. 
Yeah, but they should. <laughs> it would be nice. Well, it, <laughs> I remember when she was a little kid, and the first time she said to me, what is fart? <laughs> and my response was, it's a word we don't say. And she still won't say stuff like that around me. Like, maybe well, she lets girl, her though. guard down. Yeah, yeah, she's a sweet girl. But she she knows, like, she has a friend who is even a year younger than her, who tends to cuss like a sailor. And I'll overhear some of that sometimes. And I mean, she lets it fly, like stuff that I'd be embarrassed about. And she, Goose will say to me, she says those things, but I don't say them. She'll say anything, but I don't say that stuff. And I believe her. Yeah. You know? But I wonder if she knows what all that stuff means. Because when I was her age, geez, man. Nah, we didn't know. No. no, I did. When I was her age, I knew everything. You I was... were different, though. You were you were a kid of the streets. True. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really think that in the day of the cell phone, that I mean, they know all this stuff. Like they really do. They've been exposed to it. TikTok is like forget it. I, I think everything is on there between their their memes and their videos and their clips and their stuff. Um, it's just a matter of making sure they're not using it when they're not, so, or using it, how am I trying to say that? Not using it when they're not supposed to, I guess? Yeah. Well, like my parents, you know, they used certain words. There was one, the F word, you knew there was something really bad because that one never got used. But they did say some of the other words pretty com- pretty regularly, but we knew we weren't supposed to say them. So it was like we could still hear them, and that didn't change. We were not allowed to say them, though. Those were not words for kids. Yeah, my mom, wish, my mom was like that. I wish that the stuff they pick up on TikTok, <clears throat> like I wish that TikTok created a culture of putting your dishes in the sink or picking <laughs> your socks up or getting that pair of underwear off the pants leg and putting that stuff in the hamper. I wish TikTok would teach kids things like that. Hey, guys, not- if the do stuff without being asked challenge. <laughs> hey guys, watch this. I used this cup this morning and I'm going to use it again this afternoon. <laughs> hey guys, check it out. I used the toilet and then I flushed it. <laughs> hey guys, this is my water bottle and this is a Sharpie. I'm going to write my name on it so that I won't leave 300 of these on this table. <laughs> oh God. That why? Yeah, instead of they're eating Tide Pods and throwing cold water on babies. <laughs> but you know, if you put the Tide Pod and the cold water together, you'll end up with a clean baby. You can wash the baby. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about that. We were so close to laundry. Right. <laughs> Minus the baby. I'm sorry. The baby, just the baby's clothes are dirty. I'm sorry. Let me be clear. <laughs> So y'all freaking out about the new Toucan Sam? I told you that if you go back and look at the original Toucan Sam, the artwork is similar. This new Toucan Sam looks like the old Toucan Sam. So this is a change that I like because it looks old. But there's something like a freak out seizure artwork kind of trembly thing going on with that guy. I just feel like he looks like an anime Toucan Sam. He doesn't look cuddly and... Like he was starting to look sort of realistic, but it's not for us. It like it, it it's that makes total sense. That's what the I'm kid the, the kids are watching. 
I'm the one paying for it at the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's it's about you know you pay for it after they beg you for it, and it's like they, if if it's a matter of making it into an image that they want to see. No, I'm not buying that weird bird. <laughs> this this <laughs> fever dream is not serial isn't coming to my house. But you know they all change over the years, and and they all evolve look at uh chester cheetah and the way yeah. he's changed and and just his accents alone the way that he's gone from you know real cool cat to british to back to cool cat and everything you <laughs> well, know look, look I, at uh chuck e cheese oh right i know they got rid of the weird Too 80s soon. giant plaster head and now it's Weird rave mouse, speedy, yeah, yeah, <laughs> skate mouse, mouse, skater boy. But yeah. the thing is, they coexist. The, if you go to the Chuck E. Cheese, the the old mouse is still standing there, all dejected, like with nowhere to go. He's still standing there, like I'm still in the band, you guys. I'm still here. I'm still. <laughs> Don't Chuck forget e. about me. All right, old stupid mouse, you keep playing your instruments. I'm gonna be over here <laughs> skateboarding with the kids. I'm still Chuck E. <laughs> <laughs> and but no one knows God. what I am. I'm a purple munch thing. <laughs> Jeez, but at now least I didn't I get some, replaced. Now I want some Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, bro! Can't you get it? Can't you still order it through DoorDash? Yeah, I don't. I don't order any of that delivery stuff, man. Uh, you know, it's I an just app. saw. A th- I just. It's an app. Yeah, that's yeah. a big problem for me. I don't do apps. And I just saw a thing the other day where a local restaurant that doesn't do DoorDash or anything had their menu, and I don't know which service it was, I'm not knocking any one of them per se, but one of those services hijacked their menu, changed all the prices, and was using an outdated menu that didn't have the the current items on it. And customers were calling up saying, hey, I thought you still had this, and you're charging double for it. And they're saying, what? We're not doing that. Where'd you get that? And it was because one of these services totally made it up. I saw that as well. It was a, but it was like an off-brand service. It wasn't your DoorDash or your Grubhub. It was like we bring you food or something, <laughs> something like really. Oh, so they something basically I hadn't heard of. So yeah, they were scamming people. Oh, so like you would hit that service. The service would call and order the food from them, and yeah, the business would never. You know, and I've seen that too. I've been trying to be careful about that as well. Is that I feel like I've heard from other businesses where they don't make the money that they could off of those services. So it's like, I'll go and try to pick stuff up before I get it delivered. Yeah, Yeah. well, even the big ones, the DoorDash and the Grubhub, those do charge a fee to the restaurant for the service. So if you can go pick it up directly from the restaurant, it's best for everybody. But this one in particular, I think like I would place an order with them and give them my money, and it never even actually went to the restaurant. No. (laughs) Like yeah. they were just taking the money. And, you know, there's a good chance that your food has been pre-tasted, which some people like that <laughs> service. But if you order it directly from the restaurant, there's a less lesser chance that your food's been nibbled on by some random. Yeah, well, hope- my court jester likes to still try mine for me. <laughs> oh, your royal taster, you mean? Yes. Completely well, different jobs. No, no, we've downsized quite a bit. He's the oh, court jester okay. and the taster. <laughs> That's stupid and... Eat my food. It's so hard to be hilarious when I'm full of nibbles. (laughs) But at least you survived. 
Well, I think we're just about at that time where we remind you to subscribe to this and to tell your friends. And Charlie, you got any parting thoughts for our friends? Uh, If I ever post lots of things with bad grammar in them, please call the police. I've been kidnapped. And don't forget your juicy shorts. Please don't forget your juicy shorts. (laughs) I'll be shaking those around. How about your juicy shorts, Maddie? Hey, if I'm wearing them, don't worry about it, because that means my butt looks good. <laughs> Have a fabulous, ooh, look out for your Sahara dust plume, and we <laughs> hope to make it through it and be back here next week. Next time, see you then. Bye now. Okay, bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.